Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are talking Step 8. Possibilities. I love possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and tonight is the introduction, so anything goes. And I am super excited to have Sylvia McIntosh with us tonight. How are you doing, Sylvia? I am doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me back. Well, glad to hear it. Yes, of course. We love having you on the show. You always bring so much to our experience as well as our listeners. And of course, my beautiful co-host is with me as well. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. Better now that I hear all your enthusiasm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, all my children are in bed, so it's an exciting time. (laughs) Yeah, well, your mother's all in bed as well. Yes, well, do try to stay awake for us. I will, I will. So tonight we're talking possibilities. I love this month because it always seems to bring forth interesting possibilities for me. At least it has every year since we've done it. So it's an exciting time, and we'll see what comes forth. We do apologize for not being here last week. Uh, Terry was not feeling well, and I'm in the middle of doing a play. So we unfortunately missed last week, but we're happy to be back and to be sharing this information with you once more. So, Sylvia, why don't you start us off? What does possibilities mean to you, and how do you use that in your process? Possibilities to me implies things beyond what I already know. And so when I find that I need it most and and, and most supported by the option of possibilities and when I feel like I've really just hit a dead end, I don't know what to do next or nothing seems to be working, and I remind myself that if things aren't working, it's because there's something I don't yet know or don't yet have that I need. And Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it yet. So if I'll back off and be open to what it is I need, it will, it will become apparent. And in that process, then usually more than just that one answer comes up. It it often is, that's what opens me up to whole new paths and new tangents that support better than where I may have thought I was going in the first place. So it's really being open to ideas I haven't thought of yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that the interesting thing that uh, opportunities always present? You know that that um, option we never considered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when we can stay open to what comes forth and to possibly our path shifting one way or the other. I think that we find 
that we get somewhere far better than we once thought we could. Yes. Yes, I have found Carrie, that to be true. Mm-hmm. Terry, what are your what are your feelings about possibility? Well, I think that for me, uh, what opened me up to possibilities was when I was willing to release uh, my attachment to outcomes. When I was uh-huh. uh, ready to let to let control, let go of control, and surrender to the process. That opened me up, both my heart and soul, to possibilities. And not, it took me a while to relinquish control or the idea of control because we really don't have control, but just to relinquish that idea that I had control over anything except my own reactions. And that then opened me up to possibilities. It opened me up to being willing to be vulnerable and to look you know, to broaden my my perspective and to get out of my comfort zone. And so just that, for me, it was that willingness to surrender, to to actually let, let go of control and open my eyes to, to more possibilities than I had imagined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, when we can detach from... The outcome when we can let go of this imaginary control. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I I think we can really allow ourselves to see more than one option. I know I'm I'm am in situations where I can see, you know, going left or right, or like there's two options. Either it's you know all or nothing kind of a thing. And. Uh-huh. When I open myself up to possibilities, when I step back and assess the situation, I can see, oh, okay, there's there's options in between, um, and there's room for compromise, um, and uh, there's room for, you know, that not everything has been, um, what's the right word? I can't see everything that's coming forth. I just am taking one step at a time. And um, like I was in a situation this week where I was presented with an opportunity and I did everything to try to make it, to make it happen, but it's not going to. And so my, and I felt really good about it. I felt like it came around, around right at the right time and that it was going to be my next step. It was going to be my next journey. It was going to be my way of making what I think and feel I want to happen, happen sooner. And it didn't work out. And so I was faced with the opportunity (laughs) to see that even though I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing and that I was you know, finally on this path and then faced with it not working out that maybe my efforts and my feelings are taking me somewhere else, but that I needed to, I needed to have this, this step come in between or something and just Mm -hmm. surrender to whatever is going to happen is going to happen. 
I did my part. I did what I felt like I needed to do. And um, there was never any kind of promise that by doing that, it would work out how I imagined it, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but I I have the opportunity to trust that something's going to happen from it. I just don't know what. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, 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 I'm proud of you. <laughs> you need to acknowledge yeah, yourself for that I, because I know I know that was something you really were trying to think, oh, this is the sign, this is perfect, this you know, this is exactly what's supposed to happen and when it didn't you really handled it well. Well, I really surrendered, right? Our step last month, I really had to surrender to Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and I can at least know that I did, you know, everything I could to try to make it happen. And I really trusted that if it worked out, it was meant to be. If it didn't work out, it wasn't meant to be. And um, I, I don't know if by me doing all of those steps to try to make it happen, it puts other things in motion or, or whatnot, but I'm going to trust that that possibility wasn't the right one or the best one for us at this time. So I went into the situation with that. And so that made it a little bit easier to detach from the outcome. I'm still disappointed that it didn't work out. I'm still sad about it, but it's not, um, it's not having the same effect as it would have if I was completely attached to that only being the one way to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's really powerful. Yeah, it is. And I think that's one of the, I was talking to a client today about the risk formula. And I think that's one of the tools in, in fearless living. And I think it, the first, the R stands for, releasing attachment to a specific outcome and I don't that sometimes when we're doing workshops or we're introducing the concepts of fearless living that's one that some people really have a hard time it's a challenge for them uh, an opportunity for them to really look at things differently because I think we're we're conditioned to look for specific outcomes in our lives you know but like school, yeah. we're, we're, you know, kind of, well, you need to get straight A's. Da, da, da. If you want to go to college, you have to do this. And we're just kind of, there's so many outcomes that are laid out in front of us and planned for our lives from the time that we're being conditioned by our, by our parents and our families and our friends. And the idea of releasing our expectations around outcomes is like, what? You know, <laughs> why would I do that? <laughs> and yet, it's so powerful, so powerful. Mhm. Definitely. I think another well, we another place that possibility ahead, really plays into all this is when things go totally wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm actually I've done something and I think I had everything in place and it just blows up in my face. And one of the things that possibly helped me with is the idea that even if everything seems to be going wrong or not as I thought it was going to that it's still okay 
that there are lessons in this that are going mm-hmm. to lead me to someplace better. And so being able to accept failure and phrase it differently as just, okay, this isn't failure. Because I used to think, you know, you either did it right or you did it wrong. Right. And now I, I'm learning that, well, you can do things and they may turn out or not as I thought they would. And everything contains a blessing if I'm open to mm-hmm. it, which is another form yeah. of possibility. Okay. Like you were saying, in, in your case, you didn't get to do it. Sometimes I get started and it still and it blows up. So then I get to back up and say, okay, so how do I, what do I do now? What do I need to learn? What do I get to learn? What's the next step? And do I need to clean this up? And what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think we learn a lot from each uh, each decision we make. You know, things to do differently, um, things to, you know, to up our awareness and our discernment. Um, and it, it, it's, it's up to us to really look at those situations, whether they blow up or whether they go, you know, go the way that we are happy about. There's always something to learn from it. And it's our, it's our, opportunity or you know to to learn those lessons or to uh, see those blessings Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure and I think that that's uh, part of that too is is uh, the whole idea of having compassion and that's my essential nature and that's what I often don't uh, most frequently don't give myself and I think when you're talking about possibilities and and not being attached to a specific outcome that has a lot to do with compassion when things don't go the way you even if you're you're practicing not being attached to an outcome and you're practicing living true to your intention and not having expectations we are human and we often have these desires in our hearts and in our souls for things to be a certain way and so we're still going to be challenged when some you know, something else happens and it's a challenge, you know, it's a challenge, but as I look at it as a challenge, but then I look at it as an opportunity to just as Sylvia said, to learn and to progress because in my, my value system, that's why I'm here on the earth is to learn, to progress, to live life in a way that is centered on love and accepting the challenges and opportunities that we have as a lesson to to make to create opportunities for me to be a more loving, compassionate person for myself and others. And so, if that's you know, it's, it's really hard to not. I don't want to say hard because that's a word we try to eliminate from our vocabulary. It's a challenge. It's an opportunity to practice those very principles that are at the heart of my values. And, and I love that, but sometimes it takes months, years to be able to look back on the challenge and see the blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can. Yeah. The process can take a while sometimes, um, especially if we were really, um, you know, if it had a great effect on us um, one way or the other. And, um, you know, but it's 
it's a process that continues to that can continue to give as much as it you know as long as it mm-hmm. takes. We have mm-hmm. a caller on the line, mm-hmm. and I thought we could bring them on and see what they might want to say about possibilities. Awesome. Let me see if I can get their mic on. There we go. Hello, caller. Do you have something you would like to ask us or something to add about possibilities tonight? Hello? Hi. Oh. Maybe they are on mute or something. Mm-mm. It's Trish. I'm just listening in before I go to bed. Oh. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you have lots of Do you wisdom, have anything ladies. you'd like yeah. to add, Trish? No, but I'm enjoying the discussion. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Thank appreciate you. your support. Yes, we do. All right, I'll put you back on mute. Maybe not. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it wasn't pussy. All right, so, yeah, I think that um, for me, a tool that helps me to uh, to access possibilities, and Terry already um, mentioned the risk formula, um, and a big thing for me is intention. Um, like I stated before with the situation that I had last week, I set an intention that whatever was going to be the best for me was going to happen. That was the attitude that I went into the situation with. I was going to do everything I could do and however it resulted was going to um I was going to see as as the best thing for me. And I think that that really helped me to deal with um, it not going the way I wanted it to. And being able to see that that was for my, for my uh, good. Sylvia, what's a tool that you would like to used to help you either get into possibilities or stay in possibilities? Well, um, I would probably use the risk tool quite a bit there, too, where you release attachment to the outcome, ask what your intention is, and what is S? K, K is keeping kindness in as a part of it. Oh, speaking your truth. Speaking your truth. Yeah. So risk is is a good one for possibilities. Uh, sometimes really what I rely on, though, and it's not even a fearless living tool, I think it's from the, the uh, Course in Miracles, but when particularly when I'm trying to be open to possibilities because things have sort of gone south, uh, is to remind myself I am willing to see the good that can come. I'm willing to see this differently. I am willing to see the good that can come from this. Mm-hmm. That's often where I have to start before I can get to anything else, is just to remind myself I'm I'm willing to look at this differently. I'm yeah. willing to yeah. let go of my current sense of frustration and defeat and being caught in the trap of why. 
and be open to the possibilities of how and what can I learn. Yeah. Yeah. I think Wayne, Wayne Dyer is one that really uh, preaches that as well. If you want things to be different then think of, look at them differently, you know, doing mm-hmm. this, it's kind of like the old insanity thing. If you want, want things that if you keep doing the same thing over and over, <laughs> you're not going to get a different, you know, anything different. So I think that's really powerful to just step back and take a look at things and then, you know, do them differently, you know, see it differently, have a different mindset. Uh, I think Rhonda talks about being able to shift your, you know, your, your perceptions and your mindset and that shift can, can change the way you're looking at something. You know, are you looking at the world for you or the world against you? And that's a filter or a mindset that we use. So when things become challenging, do we ask why? Do we see that as, um, you know, something that's that we don't, you know, something negative, or do we look and say, how can I learn? What can I learn? Um, how can I shift that mindset? And and I, I like that word shift because I used to drive a shift, you know, car that had a, a sh- uh, you know, you had, to, you had to shift it. I don't I think it's manual, manual transmission. And I can still remember the feel of the car when you would change from one gear to the next, I mean, that, sh- that sound, that, that feeling in the car just resonates with me. So when I say shift, I have this visceral experience of actually a feeling and a sound that I can then re- relate that to my emotions. Can I shift my emotions? Can I shift my mindset? Can I shift to seeing the possibility within this scenario? And so that word works really good for me, the word shift. <laughs> You have mm-hmm. to say it carefully, though. Shift. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I think anytime we can uh, use more of our senses, involve more of our senses into um, our process, the, the stronger effect it has and the longer it can last. Um, and I think that visceral experiences really, um, really support us that's why in our workshops, we, we get people up, we get them interacting, and we have, so that they can have a visceral experience of the work, as well as listening to us teach them about principles and doing worksheets, we actually get them up and, and moving and getting that integration into their, into their bones, as Rhonda says, so that it's, you know, they have that memory of that feeling in their body. So it can support them as they go out and try to integrate all that they've learned. Uh-huh. Um, that's why I love live events. Um, because you can get that visceral experience. And you also then, going forward, have a really huge support team that all had that same visceral experience and can help you remember it when you need to. Yes. That is true. What's yep. the next live event you two have coming up? The next event we have coming up is an event that we're uh, doing with another coach from Las Vegas. Her name is Amber Jones. And it's called My Cup Runneth Over, and we're going to be doing a training on um, self-love and self-care, forgiving yourself and moving forward, 
and shifting your love story through honesty, compassion, and personal responsibility. So we're really excited for that. That is going to be May 31st and June 1st here in Fresno, California. And um, we're really excited about it. And I think it's really going to be an awesome event. We're also going to have vendors there that support self-care. And we're having a really big raffle on um, items that the vendors will be supplying as well as other um, other businesses in the community. So I'm really excited about it. Awesome. And are the details on your website? They are on our Facebook. Uh, it's a Facebook event. Um, so okay. if you go to our Facebook um, page, Fearless Generations, you can access it there. Um, through um, our event. And I think I added it to our website, but I'm not really positive. But um, you can also find it at uh, bit.ly, um, which is bit dot ly uh, forward slash mr. Uh, wait, mcro2019. So, yeah, we, um, we're really excited about it. I've done a, you know, I've been um, working really hard on getting everything to come together for it. And I really think that I'm saying really a lot, but I'm, <laughs> um, I'm really excited about it. I didn't know how else to say it without saying really again. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's awesome. That's like a good event. Yeah. So that's our next event. Um, and our next fearless living workshop, I think, is in August. I'm not really sure because I've been focusing on this one. But mm-hmm. uh, it's on our website. So if anyone's interested in our next fearless living workshop, you can find it on our website, which is fearlessgenerations.org. Awesome. Yep. Those are great possibilities for folks. Yep. Thank you. Um, So we have about a minute or so left. Is there anything that you would like to say before we go tonight, Sylvia? Just thank you for having me and for people who are interested in phone-in groups. The next Fearless Living group is going to start on Sunday, June 7th, and we're going to work our way through Do I Look Fat in This by Rhonda Britton. So those two details are all on sylviamackintosh.com. Awesome. Exciting. So, yeah, that book deals with body image. Um, so that will be that'll be a fun group. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, is Rhonda's fourth lead that Say that again. That will be my first time to lead that particular book, so I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry, do you have anything you want to share? Well, I think that being open to possibilities involves involve so many of the previous steps that we've talked about on our on our show, and that is awareness and willingness and surrender and just all of the other 
steps that we've talked about kind of lead up to this this state of being where you can open your heart and your soul to possibilities. So it's, I love the synergy of the steps, and that's why doing them year after year, I think this is our fifth year of doing them, you just go deeper and see how they're connected even more and how if you can apply these 12 Steps to Freedom that Rhonda Britton created, and we actually do a live workshop around these 12 steps called the Pathway to Freedom. And it's a wonderful workshop, and it just relates to exercises that help you to integrate these 12 steps into your life. So I think that Possibilities is one that just kind of synthesizes the ones that have come before and just gives you that willingness to move forward through the last few steps that we're going to be presenting to you this year. So I think it's it's an amazing program, inspired, and helps us to live in freedom and to be able to take fear's hand and walk down the street with it and just say, okay, I know you want to keep me safe, but I'm going to take this possibility and I'm going to go with it. And I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going to just look at life through the lens of life being for me, no matter what the circumstances. And I, I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, both of you for being on the call with me tonight. We appreciate all the time you give and support you give to the program, Sylvia. You always add so much and you have done so again tonight. So we thank you Uh, for our listeners. We appreciate you coming back each week and we hope that you get as much from this uh, podcast as we do. We want to state again that all this information is from Rhonda Britton and that you can find out more about it at fearlessliving.org. Until next week, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Sylvia. Thank you.